Uh, good afternoon. Um, welcome to the first podcast of Lakers Nation Philippines. I, I am Bert, the founding member of uh, a founder of Lakers Nation Philippines. I'm joined here by my fellow co-founders of Lakers Nation Philippines, Andrea Hu from Twitter on Twitter. Um, hello, hello. Um, she's also in, she's based in Thailand, so also Lakers Nation Thailand. Thailand and. <laughs> Um, X Canon X on Twitter. Um, hi Canon. Yo, what's up? Um, he's from Visayas, so ilo, ilo. representing our um, Lakers Nation of Visayas. So <clears throat> we decided to make a long overdue podcast. Um, Lakers Nation Philippines has, or Lakers Nation PH has been existing since um, 2012 for eight years um so we're excited to make a podcast now because not only because well the lakers just won the nba title but of course we we wanted to talk more basketball now since of course the lakers are nba champions i'm going to say this about a thousand times today (laughs) so let's start with a quick review of the 2019-2020 season that almost took a year, well, literally a year, to finish because of the COVID um, pandemic. So let's talk about the start of the season pre, pre-COVID. So Andrea, um, what's um, what what was your take on the start of the season? So that's basically opening night, losing to the Clippers. <laughs> and until um, after winning those back-to-back games against the Clippers and the Bucks, then losing to the Nets. So, what what's your impression on our team during that span? Actually, so hi everyone. So actually, for for the start of the season, right? If you actually go back a little bit before the start of the first game, losing to the Clippers, if you think about it. The team was really very different in around May 2019. So before we got uh, Anthony Davis, and Anthony Davis, I, I think we uh, it was he was acquired July. So even just a year ago, the team was very different. So you have to appreciate that from the fact that we had Brandon Ingram, we had Lonzo Ball in May before before and it that was really the start of the the preseason uh, the, before the season before the start of the 2019-2020 season and then there was this whole uh chase for Kawhi Leonard uh, so boo Kawhi he went to to the clippers so so you really had to see that the team looked very different coming in into the season uh before before the acquisition of Anthony Davis, and before Kawhi officially went to the Clippers. And then when finally Kawhi Leonard actually went to the Clippers, then there was this, uh, parang, the rush to to put in all the players coming in uh, to finalize the lineup. So I think when you look at it from that perspective, during the start of the season, obviously all the players didn't have that much of a chemistry initially, right? And even with Anthony Davis, you already see that he wasn't, he was go- doing well, but also the I think he wasn't really locked in, or he didn't know the role, the the role itself yet. Parang hindi pa siya super 
final or parang final dun sa, sa role that he is playing. But he came into it, I think, middle of the season, right after the Christmas break. I think that was re- really when the, the, the Lakers hit the stride. And then after that, even before the pandemic happened, you already see the difference of the play of the Lakers. I was very confident that the Lakers would go, if not win the championship, but go deep into the playoffs really. Just because if you see how the Lakers played, even if in first quarter, second quarter, or third quarter, they weren't really performing or they weren't re- they were just parang coasting. You knew in fourth quarter, LeBron is locked in and you knew Anthony Davis would be locked in. So they were they were built like a playoff playoff uh playoff team talaga. Uh and even during the losses to the Clippers, for example, even during Christmas Day, the loss to the Clippers. You also see that that it's just like a matter of one or two players, the difference, and it was just like one player not going off that night. So that was how I saw the the Lakers throughout the whole season. So it was very, I was very confident that that was very different from the obviously from the years before. But also, if you see the other thing, other teams playing during this season, so yeah. that's that's my take on that. Okay, before we move on, I would like to congratulate the Los Angeles Clippers for winning the opening day championship and Christmas day championship for beating And Christmas the day, I was so mad during that <laughs> Christmas day game. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Kenan, uh, we have a lot of, um, what do you call this, um, narratives from media during the pre-COVID. They say that like, the Lakers have never faced. Had an easy schedule, didn't face a team above 500. Um, oh, well, the infamous Jackie McMullen, uh, Brian Windhorst, and Rachel Nichols. Uh, I remember all of those. Who's gonna, who's gonna stop with the Clippers? So, yeah. uh, so, what were your thoughts during pre COVID of the team? To be completely honest, um, at the start of the year, I was. Uh, I was a little bit traumatized from last year because we also started with uh, with promise. I mean, we were like the fourth seed, fourth, third seed, like a year ago. Yeah, fourth seed. In the previous years. So, and, and we all know how that ended. So, I just, I think I just approached this season with cautious pessimism. Hindi ako nagpadala dun sa seven game, seven, eight game winning streak to start the year. Seven. I think we were eight, one, eight and one or something. Yeah, something one. like that. The one was the Clippers. Yeah, opening the loss. Hindi hindi ako nagpadala doon kasi it was a good start in last year. So I had no idea baka history repeats itself again. When the team uh, played cohesive, started playing cohesively, I think they had a, a 15-3 record when 2000. 19 came to an end. You know, the whole decade started. They were the number one team uh, in the in the West, second only to the Milwaukee Bucks. I think Dun upon start believing na hindi ito fluke, and they're capable of doing special things. And you know, those narratives na sabi mo tulad ng uh, soft schedule, hindi pa sila nakaka-face nung above 500 teams. Ano eh, ang parang selective kasi yung point out nila na games. When you check out the data, hindi yeah. na accurate. If you're an informed fan, hindi hindi na dapat issue yun eh. Pero yung problem is, paulit-ulit yung, yung narrative 
repetitive, sobrang repetitive. And it just, and it gets really annoying. So I just really wanted the team to, to keep it up. And they did. It culminated with that back-to-back win against the Clippers and the Bucks. Sobrang satisfying. Yeah, so, yeah. so dun talaga you thought um, when we finally beat the Clippers and the Bucks back to back, back to back. It was super satisfying. I, I watched that live. Iba, iba talaga yung feeling dun, not gonna lie. After all these years. <laughs> so, yun nga, di ba, parang nakakapanghinayang when if the season was cancelled. Mm. Those were the, our season highlights and it was all for nothing. So tough. Yeah, it was all for nothing. So, um, so going to that, um, there was this LeBron James push for MVP. Um, we just beat the Clippers and the Bucks back to back, right? Tapos, uh, Giannis, I think was injured. So, may chance na makahabol siya sa MVP nung time na yun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, but well, COVID intervened and let's go to the bubble playoffs. Uh, so, before the bubble playoffs pala, we played, actually played games um, in the bubble. Sort of meaningless games, but we had to lock the number one seed in order to, before the playoffs started, yeah. So we we narrowly defeated the Clippers, yep. and First lost to the Raptors. Uh, lost to the Raptors, then routed the Jazz. Then I think we won against Denver in the, the Kuzma shot. Kuzma shot. Yeah, we finished three and five in the bubble. Uh, bubble regular season, if you want, whatever you call it. Um. So <laughs> what were you? Seeding, yeah. Yeah, seeding games. Games. Mm. Yeah, so, so Andrea, what was your? Uh, so if you, you know, before going to the bob, before pre-COVID, how confident were you? A scale of ten, one to ten, ten being the highest that the Lakers will win the championship, especially after the Clippers game. After we... the Clippers game, actually, I was okay. I I was very, I was quite confident, but not that confident. Prior to going, if I would. Put it seven. I would be in seven. Even after the games. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Pre bubble. Pre bubble. Pre bubble. Yeah. Uh, uh, pre bubble. Pre bubble. Uh, even before the season restart, I was pretty high on the team. Um, I would say eight or nine. Super confident. I was a ten, so yeah. wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm the most optimistic Lakers Laker fan here. Um, so let's go to the bubble after the three and five start or end to the regular season. Let's uh, let's say that. Um, Andrea, were you worried? No, not at all. No, 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 no. I wow. thought that the Lakers. I felt like that did not, those games didn't matter anyway. It was just a seeding. Those were seeding games, and uh, I think during that time we didn't have Rondo as well. Uh, Rondo wasn't playing well. <laughs> that could be a good thing or a bad thing, but he wasn't playing. <laughs> I, it wasn't that serious. I didn't think of that at all. Uh, I didn't worry about it at all. Okay, so Kenan, were you worried? 
Uh, like some of their Lake friends on Lakers Twitter? Not particularly, no. Uh, after the Lakers' win against the Clippers in first game back from season suspension, I was okay with everything else. Parang, and parang big victory for us. They can lose every other game after that. It's a regular season. I was fine. I was fine with it. Number one, I just missed basketball at that point. Number two, yeah, they they beat the Clippers. Nothing else matters at the time. And that was the time when Clippers were losing. So that was like just a you were. I wasn't worried at all. Yeah. Parang for me, it was more of an exhibition series for the Lakers. Yung yung remaining eight games. Yeah, I was um, sort of worried in the sense that um, since bubble basketball doesn't have um, fans, so there's no crowd. So the role players, I was worried that the role players in other teams would have no pressure playing in the playoffs, like Gary Trent, Ludort, they were like hitting all these shots against the Lakers in bubble, and it was like, uh, will they outperform the Lakers? Because the championship parang yung factor ng championship experience since wala ng crowd. So um, I was a little worried, pero the effort nila naman half. They didn't want to be injured. So when we secured the one seed, talagang parang pajaging jogging na lang sila. So yeah, and then the playoffs came around. And we were facing the Portland Trail Blazers, the red hot Portland Trail Blazers. <laughs> and the media's narrative was can can the will the the Lakers lose to the Blazers? Blazers in six, who's gonna stop Damon Lillard who's hitting um, 50, 20 foot three point shots? And it didn't help that we lost game one. So after we lost game one, how worried were you, Andrea? I was worried. For this one, uh, I was worried just because the, Le- the Blazers were coming off a very hot streak, right? So they were... And then, parang this was right after the whole Paul George and Damian Lillard uh, yeah. riot on social media. So I think Lillard was like trying to prove everyone something else. Like He was really out there with a chip on his shoulder. So I was worried. I was worried a little bit. Especially after game one, and you saw the weakness of Lakers that they didn't really have any, like, they didn't have that much of a reliable shooter during that game. During that game, no three point shots were, were coming in, uh, were, were being shot or coming into the ring, diba? So I was a little bit worried. Then the next few games happened, then game two, game three, and then I was like, okay, Blazers, they're not big enough. They they just had Lillard. Then McCollum was also not his hundred percent. But but then really matter because in the end, they were they were just they were just too small. They they didn't have enough firepower with them. Okay, so Kenan, were you worried? Um, worried. I was more frustrated than worried. Yeah, I was worried then. Uh, ano kasi yung uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one frustrated. Yung players, I'm sure they were super frustrated as well. And I was thinking that baka yung frustration nila would get worse in the mobile setting. focus. You know, hindi na yung as sharp yung play nila. 
that was like I, I guess my main uh, my main worry at that time. But then game two happened. Hmm. Yeah. So in 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 I said earlier that you might get the Gary Trent's the. <laughs> Was that small forward, uh, small guard ng Blazers, ma and Freddie Simons, ma ganon. They will be hitting all these shots versus the Lakers. But then the Lakers tightened up their defense, picked up uh, Lillard full court. Yung um, focus yung ng Lakers kasi yung yung biggest main concern at that time. Eh. Yeah. Then we started hitting threes. Yeah. Like yeah. Kind of, Hi, twelve out of thirty-six, twelve out of thirty-five. At least we're hitting over ten. Yeah, yeah. And it was easy for Anthony Davis and LeBron James to dominate inside. And well, KCP bounced back. I think KCP had that one point, one rebound, one assist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was awful. Was awful then. And then we moved on, beat them quite easily, four-one. And we faced the Houston Rockets. Then uh, another whole new narrative for the media: uh, small ball, micro ball Rockets are a bad matchup for the big Los Angeles Lakers. And we lost again. We lost game one, rather rather handedly. I think that was our worst loss of the playoffs. Almost by seventeen, seventeen points. I know. So, Andrea, were you worried when we lost? For Rockets, no. The Rockets, I wasn't really that worried because just because of the make of the, the makeup of the team of the Rockets, and I knew that even w- when Lakers lost the first game, I knew it was not the the effort wasn't there. It wasn't like a hundred percent effort during the first game. So I wasn't that worried because if if they were all if they were defending them well and the Lakers still lost then I would have been worried but during that time parang they were they they weren't really chasing the ball they were just letting uh James Harden go out and shoot do, do his thing so I wasn't that worried during that time plus I truly believe young Rockets were not built for a championship team at all uh I think they they're number one for the uh, for the regular season but when it comes to, to to playoffs, that kind of make a makeup of a team. I I believe in Disha Magoreke. Eh. So you. Okay. So, um, Kenan, were you worried? Um, uh, we also lo- we also lost to the Rockets in the regular season. Yeah. Uh, yung yung Rockets yung for me was the yeah. one I was scared the most. Uh, ano kasi uh. They're crazy when when James Harden is on fire, uh, James Harden catching fire, and you know, see Brody, uh, unstoppable force for some reason even after that injury, and that game one loss didn't help. The Lakers played the exact opposite of how they should. But we go back to the frustration factor, na baka, uh, they let this get to their heads. So, yun yun yung biggest concern. Okay. Second. Yeah, tapos, I remember game two was still close in the fourth quarter, I think. Tapos yeah. pa yata. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, it was so stressful. Then, Westbrook started turning the ball over. And he started <laughs> after the Lakers. Yeah, after game, after game two, it was smooth, smooth sailing the rest of the way. 
Um, Anthony Davis finally realized that PJ Tucker is 6'5". Uh, yeah, that was the narrative during first game though, right? Yeah. That, that PJ Tucker, yeah, that uh, Anthony Davis cannot be stopped. I can be stopped. Cannot, cannot score. Cannot, cannot score against a smaller... PJ Tucker, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was the then, Wait, um, what game, game ba yung na zero? Yan yung ba yung game na zero rebounds? Yeah, game one. Yeah. Not, not zero rebounds. Uh, that was Denver. Um, he, had, he, did, he didn't score when guarded by PJ Tucker in game. It was like zero points every time PJ Tucker would guard him. Parang every yeah. test, uh, parang there were technicalities kung how do you consider that he's being guarded by PJ yeah. Tucker. Yeah. So, in after game one, game um, I think it was in game three when or game four when Coach Vogel bench are all our bigs Dwight Howard and Javel Magee started Mark. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Started Market Morris, and then playoff Rondo showed up, and then series was over. Yeah, uh, I think they were picking up James Harden full court, leaving. Westbrook open for three for wide open really wide open threes <laughs> like no, no one was within five feet of Westbrook and we were like shoot okay tapos wala din ano eh yung Houston savior Daniel House <laughs> Daniel, uh, Daniel House well yung, yung, he was uh, uh, evicted from the bubble good trip niya and then yun then we, we basically ended the Rockets, um, this Rockets team because, well, off-season, this off-season, naglabasan yung mga, ano, <laughs> mga cracks, kumbaga, sa, ano, from James Harden, from Russell Westbrook saying he's not ha- happy with accountability. Same with um, Austin, Austin Rivers, Rivers, Eric Gordon, PJ Tucker, even Daniel House. Ano ko ano reklamo ni Daniel House sa buhay niya kung <laughs> trabaho lang naman ito. And now they're changing the coach. For, for, diba? They're yeah. changing the coach. Yeah, Even so... The, the general manager, GM is stepping down, Daryl Morey. So the Lakers had the honor of... Dismantling. <laughs> dismantling this... Ah, I, like other um, NBA experts have said, ah, awful basketball. Ano, awful basketball to watch. Imagine everyone's passing up wide open jump shots for three point shots, wide open layups for three for taking three. So, tawag ko ah, sa mga rockets, sa current rockets, uh, future Sixers. <laughs> glad, glad, glad that basketball team is uh, going to be dismantled. So let's go to the Denver Nuggets. Who, well, one of probably are the highlights of our season aside from the Lakers winning the title. It's the Clippers blowing that 3-1 lead to the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> yeah. So, um, going, so we were all, ex- well, everyone on earth was probably expecting that it's going to be the Lakers and Clippers. Yeah. Uh, Western Conference Finals. Especially the but, Clippers. Uh, expected that. Yeah. But the Nuggets had other ideas. So, let's talk about that series. Um... We won, unlike the per- previous two series, we won game one quite easily. Mm. Um, Dwight Howard got into Nikola Jokic, she said, uh, was bullying him, and we were on fire on all cylinders. Then game two, 
um, Jokic showed up, and then Anthony Davis made that buzzer beating three. Kobe, Kobe as, Kobe. as uh, we all know right now. Um, what were your thoughts when we Davis hit the three, Andrea? In game that was three? that was my favorite. I, I I think aside from the aside from the championship game. That was my favorite game in the playoffs. That was really like a... I was thinking we were going to lose. And if we lost, if we would have lost that game, I would have worried about the Nuggets. Yeah. Uh, because it was very close. Uh, and even though we won the first game, I think it was... There were so many factors. They were... They, they played longer the, the series before. But during the second game, it was really super close. It was really... Very like I thought we were going to lose, and I remember uh, we were chasing them. Parang we were ahead, and then they got back to the game, and then Tadulo, we were the ones who were trying to chase the the lead from them. So that one, I was super happy about that. I didn't expect that Anthony Davis was be, would be the one to hit that shot. I think that the play was designed for LeBron to really hit it, and then Ray, Ray, Rondo. Uh, gave the screen or gave it off to to Anthony Davis. So a lot of credit should also go to Rondo for that play, actually. So I was super happy with that. I was worried about Nuggets in it during the first game. But after that and the second game, even though it was close, because all games are very competitive. All games are very competitive. I kind of got the feeling that we would always win in the end. Just yeah. because of Anthony Davis... Uh, I think Nikola Jokic, although he's really good, he just couldn't measure up to Anthony Davis and all our big guys, uh, Dwight Howard. And it was just Jamal Murray, who I'm a big fan of. Um, if you, <laughs> I'm like, I'm such a big fan of Jamal Murray. But but he's the only one who was really struggling to get it, to, to bring out the Nuggets. So for me, I wasn't that worried after game. But it was good. I think it was pivotal that we won that, that game too with... Uh, Anthony Davis, beautiful shot. Okay, so Kevin, what was your reaction to that awesome Anthony Davis buzzer beating game winning three? I know. Say, yung yung that time, uh, merong I don't know thirty second delay. So nakita ko na sa Twitter yung yung nangyari <laughs> even before I saw it actually transpire. So medyo medyo na spoil na una na yung yung reaction ko eh. Yeah, okay. but it was amazing. You couldn't have written a better ending for that game. And I think that gave me confidence that, you know, 2-0, 2-0 yung lead. The Nuggets couldn't beat them uh, for four games after this. So I was pretty confident that we the series. Na to. I really wanted the, the Nuggets to lose as quick as possible because I'm so sorry to say this. I really don't like Jamal Murray. <laughs> I'm really a fan of him. Respect his game, though. For, uh, after what he did you, two years ago. To Lonzo, yeah. And so, do you remember, guys, um, the Nuggets Twitter and Facebook account posted a picture with, that said Anthony Davis and the big, best big man in the yeah, NBA. Yeah, yeah. So that's maybe karma for them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we lost game three because I think Jamal Murray scored forty or something. Yeah. yeah. And that, I think Anthony Davis. That was I think that was the game when yeah, Davis had zero rebounds. like zero rebounds. Yeah, not just him. Until they, all our bigs. Yeah. Until late, yeah, all our bigs had 
like three rebounds total. Then we bounce back in game four. Then LeBron, um, I think dropped thirty nine or whatever that is in game five to close them out. Yeah. Were you sad though that we didn't uh that we didn't meet Clippers in the conference finals? No, not <laughs> at all. Was, I mean, I wanted. It would have been sad if we were able yeah, to beat them, but nah. Yeah, but but it was even more satisfying that Denver Nuggets team eliminated them and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard scoring zero points in the fourth quarter. Wow. <laughs> We're all Clippers haters, right? But no one that, expected that, that collapse. Yeah. Even I, was, even I was expecting them to win Game Seven. So that was one of uh, the most glorious days in on Twitter. <laughs> the, the, the two days uh, after the Clippers lost, I think that was like everyone was so happy. Everyone forgot the pandemic. Or, uh, yeah, everyone had receipts. You received. Yeah, receipts all over. Oh. <clears throat> Okay, just a reminder that ESPN didn't, not one ESPN panel expert or whatever picked the Lakers to win the title except for, I think, um, Ramona Shelburne and oh, yeah. <laughs> forgot Dave McManiman, I think. So the, the rest of them, well, they can cash in Steve Ballmer's paychecks. <laughs> just joking. Yes, yes. Uh, okay. Okay, so we close out the Nuggets with uh, Vintage, LeBron. Well, should we say Vintage is still so good. still the best player in the NBA. So, um, go, went to the finals against the Miami Heat. So, another, I think this is another team we didn't expect to meet. Yeah. Um, it was all Bucks, Celtics, even Sixers. Um, so, it was quite a surprise to meet the uh, Miami Heat. So... Before the series started, what was your um, expectations, Andrea? Were you expecting a sweep or a tough series? So, so this was interesting because no one really expected Miami Heat, right? And then, so no, because no one expected them, then I I was confident, but was I was also worried uh, that they could be the because they're the underdogs and nothing was expected of them. I was really thinking they could actually bring this. To, uh, to six games, so which that is what exactly what happened. I thought it was gonna be close, but even looking at the games, even though they were, but then during the playoffs already, even though some games were pretty close, especially game five, the the rest of the way it was, I think it was very easy. But coming in, just because I also did not watch previously a lot of Miami Miami games. I did not get to see them play uh, except for our games with them. And during that time, you can really see how uh, Tyler and how Bam were really just built different. Parang they were really unafraid. They were taking shots. They, they weren't playing like Tyler wasn't playing like a rookie. So the only games of that, I've saw, that I saw before of Miami was with the Lakers. And we, I think they won one against us, right? Uh, no, no, no we, we, we beat them both times. Ah, we win them. Yeah. Okay, but but they were. It, I think one game was quite quite close. Yeah, yeah I think that was at home. Yeah. Right? So so parang for me, it I didn't know. Team. Yeah. So I didn't know what to expect with the Miami Heat. So that's that's the only worry that I had. But I was pretty confident we will win it. But I was thinking six games, not not really six or five games, but not a sweep. 
How about you, Kenan? Were you um, expecting another 4-1 or a sweep? The Heat were an interesting team for me because, first of all, they're one of the non-Laker teams that I actually like. Nothing to do with <laughs> why do you like. Why do you like other teams? <laughs> East, 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 East. I, I don't like any other teams. <laughs> I like them for some reason. Their jerseys are nice. Supposed Filipino, part Filipino, so okay. I'll give you a pass. At that time, I didn't know what to expect to say. I like them. For, I didn't watch a lot of Heat games. So I didn't know what to expect, especially... To be honest, I didn't know... Na, I only knew Bam played at an All-Star level close to the actual All-Star weekend. I never paid attention to them. So you know, I, I didn't know what to expect, but they uh, no, they beat uh, the Bucks in five. Five, yeah, yeah. gentleman sweep. So maybe do not gonna worry if ever we face them because they're solid. I was thinking uh, LeBron James is in the finals. He's not. He's not going to waste this opportunity. So I wasn't too worried. I had yeah. Lakers in five or six. So game one happens. I think the Heat were up by 13 early. <laughs> but what at the time I was whoa, we're in a battle because uh, um I think this was the deepest team that we were facing. Um and then got then we came back, then we were up by 13 or 14. Then Goran Dragic got injured. Then in the second half, Bam Adebayo got injured. Um so it was Smooth sailing for the first two games. Uh, the Heat zone, we, I think we took an NBA Finals record or Lakers, Lakers team record for most threes in a game. Yeah, yeah. We, we took 47, 45, I don't know. But we still won game two pretty handily. Then game three, Jimmy Butler happened. Yeah. That was I think that 30 was point triple double. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that, that was the showdown with LeBron, right? That was yeah. a, that was the game for the showdown. No, uh, that's game five. That was yeah, game, game five. five. Game five. Game five. Yeah. Then game four, um, LeBron said it was a must win, so we won um, to take control of the series. Then that LeBron James versus Jimmy Butler battle in game five that culminated with a missed three point shot by <laughs> wide open three point shot by Danny Green. We can put emphasis on wide open. It was really wide open. Uh, and then the Marcus Marcus Morris for some reason threw threw the ball away for I don't know what was he thinking. Uh, so going to game six, were you very worried that um, the Heat are getting healthy? Um, Adibayo's back. Dragic, Dragic, Gordon Dragic was playing. So, were you worried going to Game 6, uh, Andrea? No, uh, LeBron was playing on another level during that time already. That was coming after the Game 5, uh, game five, wherein he was basically, I mean, he just, he's the best player. He's uh, the best player in the league. Uh, and he was going back-to-back with uh, Jimmy Butler with shots. And I knew that he and, or Jimmy Butler could not sustain that. It was just not... Uh, sustainable the way that he was that they were playing him uh, so no I was not worried and then that's why I was really wa- and, but this is where the social media narratives come in that's why I was so so um, 
I was trying too hard to understand why people were so mad about the missed shots because we were going to win the next day or we were going to meet, win the next, exactly. next game anyway. Uh, so that's why I was like, well, why why are people so hung up on, on it? And then because I also knew that uh, I think there was also the news was coming out that Goran was going to come back in game six. And I knew he was not a hundred percent as well, so I didn't think that would add or change the then the 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 game, the landscape of the game for the first few few games anyway. So I wasn't that worried. I knew during that time that Lakers were already going to win the championship, even if it stretched up to Game Seven. I knew it would still be the Lakers with just because. And this is where I think I never knew about this before. That's the comfort of having LeBron James. In your team, it was like no matter what happens, I think you were just like, oh, let yeah. them play, let them play. LeBron James would come in, step in, and just really, just really be his king self. So, about you, Kenan, were you part of the petition to <laughs> not give Danny Green and Kyle Kuzma a, cha- a championship ring? Like this, some of this. Sorry for the language, but some of these idiots. Sign. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I, 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 didn't even see that. But that's weird. That's weird. Yeah, uh, I was already feeling good uh, even before tip off of Game Six. Uh, I knew this was our game. I, I wasn't worried at all. Confidence level is at one hundred ten percent. Um. So going to Game Six. Uh. I was well. I, I was worried in the sense that I think Anthony Davis. Uh huh. What it sprained his shin or whatever. So that was yeah. So that was my only worry that the more this series lags on, yeah, maybe the injuries will catch up to us. Um, but then game six happened. Anthony Davis was dominant on defense. LeBron James was um bullying everybody. I think that was that the game that Tyler Hero was. Wiped out of the yeah. floor. <laughs> um, and of course, playoff, probably playoff Rondo's finest moment. Yeah. I think he started the game nine out of nine. So, <laughs> how can you beat? How can, we were up by like 40. Ano was it? Halatana sa Mukhani Lebron, uwing uwi na siya eh. Yeah, there was this running joke na Brody James to get us spanking. So, well, in the end, we, we won the title. LeBron yeah. James won his fourth NBA title. Um, fourth finals MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray John Rondo, first, second player to win yeah, for both the Celtics and the Lakers. Well, he's probably the better, best player to win. For both the Lakers and the Celtics, and the first is, and I don't care what Bill Simmons says. Um, we have 17 NBA titles, not 12. <laughs> We're tied now with the Boston Celtics. That's uh, such a weird thing to, to argue. Yeah. So, so again, like I said, the Los Angeles Lakers are the 2019-2020 NBA champions. So,